0: Julie girl, Julie, Julie. what up y'all welcome to julie girl a big brother podcast julie girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things big brother this podcast was intentionally created from an alternative pov Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's creative content feels skewed and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB Streets. And I also wanna say, I wrote this a long time ago, but the community's creative content has gotten so much better and there are so many great podcasts out there now and so many great voices out there now. And saying this every week, I just get into the routine of saying it, but seeing actual change is so exciting for me. So. It just like really dawned on me recently that I probably should change this and figure mm-hmm, out I really like what the word new to skewed.
1: say. <laughs> I like, I've never heard it in a sentence before you said it. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. I love skewed too. Well, we'll figure it out, but I just needed to say that
1: <laughs> there's still some um, skewedness out there.
0: There definitely, definitely is, but it's gotten better. There there are now spaces to go to hear good content about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And if you feel drawn to like, comment, and subscribe and share our episodes. We would highly appreciate that as well if you ever have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear feel free to let us know by sliding into our dms on twitter at, at julie pod, or by sending us an email to julie pod at gmail dot com what up zach how you feeling how you doing hi how's it going
1: it's good i'm i i'm a little tired but i think me I, too got the energy <laughs> energy Energy. (laughs) (laughs) i love how we both just went there
0: you know us you know how we do (laughs) i would expect nothing less honestly how are you doing though other than being tired
1: i'm good i woke up at five o'clock this morning to catch a plane back here um i went to san francisco last week or this week i don't what do you say when it's (laughs) sunday and you're about to go into a new week um over the weekend but it was like part of the last week too but we you, you, left say like last week, right? you left on like thursday you left on like thursday so but that's it was like, still like that's thursday and friday but that's kind of weekend like so mm. you can you could say an extended weekend trip okay an extended weekend trip to san francisco but yeah no, i had to wake up early this morning so i'm like uh so there's my mom
0: I my brother is going to Berkeley tomorrow and we were mm-hmm. literally just having a conversation moments before we started recording about the process of going up there and he was like mom wants to leave at 5 o'clock tomorrow so it's hilarious that you left at 5 o'clock too <laughs> yeah
1: Um
0: I so thought my plane was for
1: 8pm but it was for 8am and Ooh. I don't I don't know why I did that <laughs> 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 that was uh my mistake um but no nah, it was fine it's a quick trip it was like what it's like a 50 minute flight so like, yeah I like was 45 back. minutes it's not bad yeah I was back by like nine something so I had all day to like do my laundry get my life together before going back to work and stuff tomorrow so honestly like it worked out nicely and I was ready to head home I'm like one of those people like I don't understand people who go on vacation and like never want to come home like by the (laughs) end of it it can be like the best vacation ever but by the end I'm like give me the fuck home right now like I don't want to be here anymore I just want to like be in my space doing my things I don't know it was my first vacation and well I haven't left Los Angeles since like 2019 really so mm -mm. you went home at one point didn't you no not at all so it was like my first time like leaving like 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 orange county but like you know like the southern california like area um and it was it was different (laughs) why was it different what do you mean by different i don't know i'm just like not used to being in like a new space and especially a space that i've never been to like i with what I was saying earlier like I guess I just I I just don't like traveling like I don't have I don't feel this need to see and do things that like are different if that makes any sense like when it comes to like new places like I would rather spend my money on something like a record or whatever where you know some people would rather spend their money on like trips and stuff that never occurs to me like it's fun and like I had fun seeing things in San Francisco but like it wasn't life-changing like i was like <laughs> i could have used this money for something else you know like i just i don't know Traveling wasn't that energy never... changing though
0: just be, putting being in a new environment no <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i walked a lot so i was tired um <laughs> and there were so many hills like i got oh really it's good so with- hilly god i got really good with public transportation by the end of it because i was like the first like two days i like clocked in at like thirty thousand steps i was Ooh, like Chile. my legs were hurting i was tired you was I putting was, them like, legs to work let me catch a bus um <laughs> but I, I mean i don't say that and like i had a fun time like i mean it was nice to experience it like yeah (laughs) did it get better by the end because i
0: know you were not enjoying it at one point but like by the time you left did you you, did it have get better because i thought that your boat ride under the golden gate bridge was so cute
1: oh my god that was adorable yes um So i did like a like a wine cruise underneath um the golden gate bridge and it went around like alcatraz which i just like don't understand (laughs) everyone was telling me to go to this like prison island and i'm like what the fuck i'm gonna walk around a jail for like do they is, like <laughs> like is there like an attraction like do they have like bars on there or something like is there a roller coaster right why the fuck do i want to walk around do you get chased place? by prisoners like what is the deal it's like a fun haunted house like why would you spend money to go walk around something that used to be a prison like i like it looked i guess it looked creepy and like weird from like when i was on the boat going around the island but i was like that's about as much as i need to see i don't need to walk up and down the hallways like right. i don't know i just like i mean and if y'all did that any of y'all listening like i'm glad y'all did that <laughs> tell me if it was fun let me know if i missed out but like i just feel like i wasn't but everyone kept telling me to go to it and i was just like mm, i'm okay i'm a am gonna ride past it on a boat with like a rose thing in my hand <laughs> wave at the prisoner's ghost or whatever. Not the head. ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, but was, it was a, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say, I don't know the, I guess it's for like history or something, just like the, to know the history of that space and to mm. where these people were actually kept and stuff like that, which I guess it's yeah. interesting to see, but I, I fully agree with you. I'm not so much like a destination kind of person. Like mm-hmm. even even in like, even. In LA, you're way more destination oriented than me. I am chilling at home. I'm completely happy and content in just a single space. Like I don't need to go a lot of places or do a lot of things to be happy or feel like my like like life feels like worth it. But I know there are a lot of people that really just need that that outside experience.
1: Um Yeah, but that's like my home. That's where I'm like comfortable. You know, like this is my space. Like right. I like that's familiar to me. Like just having to figure out where I'm going, how I'm going to get there, you know, like, I that's just, a, it's a lot. It's a lot for me. I don't, I don't, um, I don't really it enjoy weird. it, but I was, I was very open. I went into this trip, not making any plans other than the boat ride. And, it, you know, I think that that was good for me um, because I was able to see a lot of the city. Um, I was just running my little legs all around town, trying <laughs> to, get to all of the like big like tourist attractions um and it was a fun trip it was a it was a fun trip it was good i'm glad i did it um good i'm happy yeah. i'm happy 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 to hear that hmm bless but, you
0: yeah you know, I, when I went to Seattle,
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah,
0: that was a loaded, but, um, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> when I went to Seattle, I was surprised at how much I loved it. Like that was like, okay, I really enjoy going places and just exploring. I'm not used to that in like cities that I live in, but doing something different and going to a different space really was great for me. So I don't I haven't, I told myself, you- I
1: go by yourself or
0: did you go by yourself or were you with other people so i went by myself but for to a wedding and so there was a reason for me to go which is another thing that it's hard for me to travel and go do things if there's not a reason for me to be in that space Mm -hmm. like i have to have a some kind of plan to build off of. And then my brother came, flew up and met me up there and we hung out for like two days just to like explore on our own because he's always, he's been there but he's never like just gotten to explore. And that was my first time there. So having those two different energies was really great. And to see some friends that I haven't seen in a long time in a new place, it all worked really good for my spirit. Like I really enjoyed it. And Seattle was so lovely. I really, really, really enjoyed
1: it. Yeah. See, maybe if I was, had a place to go for like a reason like that i would have felt um different or i feel like if i was by myself maybe i would have been um like it would have felt a little this <laughs> this was my first trip with a partner <laughs> i feel <laughs> like we're dancing let's around the issue the, right now let's get to the core at the core <laughs> this was my first um trip with a partner and so i think that there was just a lot of pressure on it and um I know he had expectations and I had expectations and I don't know if all of those expectations were met and I don't think it's a bad thing that they weren't, but I think that like having someone else's um, emotions and like uh, making sure Mm -hmm. they're happy and all of that, on top That's of cuz cool. i I'm, I'm like one of those people that it's like i just have to make sure you're happy and i'm going to ask you 20 million times and if you don't sound as happy the fifth time i ask you as you did the first time like i'm not going <laughs> to believe that you are actually happy you know like words of affirmation like are really important to me, me and too. so Like, if you don't give that to me, I think you're upset. And then it just becomes like, okay, how can I fix this? How can I fix this? Mm. And it takes me out of the moment because I can't enjoy what I'm doing because I'm more worried about what this other person is feeling. Um, And I think that's one of the negative traits of a Pisces. But (laughs) (laughs) look at us we'd be worrying about what other people think and we do sometimes- we just want people to be happy at
0: the end of the day though like we want exactly. things to be good we want and we want to be, we know that we can make it better so if we know then we can guide things in a better direction yeah. and so i'm always micromanaging people's emotional state just to make sure everybody's good and to
1: make sure people are feeling happy and like i, I totally relate to that yeah so i think I think that that put like a lot of pressure on it, but I mean, overall it was good. I had a great, you know, great time with my boyfriend. Um, and I'm glad that we had our first trip and we've, you know, we see how we travel together. I think that things can definitely be worked on, but like, you know, it's still relatively like a new relationship and we're still figuring each other out. So um, it was good and we had a good time, but um, I think that it would have just been, cause I think about like when I came to Los Angeles, you know, the first time, I didn't Mm -hmm. know anything about it, but I was like, I came here for a reason, but I was pretty much here just by myself, exploring the city by myself. And I just, I think that that's why I fell in love with Los Angeles is because I knew certain places I wanted to go see. And I went and did that. And I just get to experience it as like me by myself and how I would fit into it if I were here. And I think that that like completely changes like your outlet look versus like, Again, if you have someone with you and you can't necessarily do exactly what you wanna do. Right. See, and I think
0: that might've been what my trip to Seattle did right, was that I was there by myself for a few days and I was going to interact with other people, but I was still there focused on me. And then Mm -hmm. somebody, then I added somebody to the trip. And then we did things together, but he's a lot more outgoing and like adventurous. So it was kind of nice to have something planned. So maybe that's a, maybe that could be a good thing too, just to like get your bearings in a place, but that's kind of weird to go by yourself and then have somebody join you. But (laughs) (laughs) be like, babe, uh, come in like two days and I'll see you later. (laughs) Yeah. I'm happy that it was a good experience and it took you out
1: of your comfort zone and it was something new on many fronts. Oh Oh my God. It definitely took me out. I was so scared of flying. I haven't, again, I haven't flown since like 2019. And so, you know, I haven't been in an airport with like all the mask and people not wearing masks and in a plane with people around me and stuff. It was, um, interesting. And I will say, this people in San Francisco love to cough, like everybody was coughing 24 <laughs> fucking 7. And I don't even believe that it was just like nasty tourists or anything. Like, I really believe it was the people from San Francisco that just love to cough everywhere we went. People were just coughing non stop. And I was like, Is this just like a thing here? So, if you're from San Francisco, please let me know. Like, oh, well, do y'all just go around coughing all the time? Because I, I don't know. I just like, I'm not someone like, Come on, Cough City. You know like I'm not someone who ever like I'll cough if I hit my vape too hard or something you know but like I'm not someone who coughs like I just don't understand <laughs> people who just cough I'm and cough. Not someone who coughs that's you hilarious. Know? So it's just like weird to me when someone coughs and then I like look at them strange and they're like what and I'm like why are you coughing right now like are you <laughs> sick like is there another reason why you would be coughing right now like I just don't understand it but yeah everyone was coughing in San Francisco and I was just like over it i was like these people are so nasty everyone here is nasty (laughs) put a mask on that's not normal (laughs) bless it bless them in that cough (laughs) (laughs) but do you ever like do you ever like like just like be around someone and you're just like why are you coughing right now like seriously what caused you to just cough? like are you just doing it people have
0: things in their throats or like
1: you just never know (laughs) i mean like it, and it's like in movies too i'm just like people become, and it's like i guess something could be in your throat but it's like when i'm choking on something i don't really cough i like start panicking you know like i go into like shock i like shake my body to try to get it out my throat but i'm not coughing
0: well zach i think we've come to the, the realization that maybe you should cough a little more often all this shaking and convulsing you got going
1: on over there but it works and i don't have to cough and nobody's looking at me or if they are it's just like what's wrong with him not like ooh germs you know like i just imagine you in the back of the bus shaking and people are like is he okay but like he just really i really like it's a thing with like uh one of like uh a, a symptom or uh i don't know what symptom is that the right word uh uh I don't know. Anyway, a side effect, whatever of like panic attacks, like it's like uh, throat closure is like a thing. So like with my anxiety, I have a lot of weird shit with like my throat where like, <laughs> it feels like it's close, especially when I'm eating, because I am like, just terrified of choking. Like, it's just something I like, think about constantly. I think it's so weird if you eat and you don't think about choking, because it's so easy to, I don't know whatever. You have a lot I, of
0: throat trauma today.
1: I do, I do. It's like, it's something that like, but like with my anxiety, if I'm eating, like I always have so there'll be like moments where I'm eating and it's like, I'll chew, like I like to chew my food till it's like I would hope small. so. But you know, but sometimes I get like, I'm in a rush and I don't and like when it's like a big piece, it feels like I'm about to choke and so like, I'll, I'll literally like, I will I look like that's a raven. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm looking like I'm about to choke right now. Um, but then I don't and I'm thankful but I never cough so I just you know like... <laughs> so people who cough um, it's just wild to me but I mean I guess if you want to cough cough but it's just it just felt like everyone was doing out there. Is it. too coffee for Zach <laughs> it, just, it just felt like everyone was doing it and I'm just like what, was that necessary did you need to cough right now okay. that
0: was a journey you need to get that throat under control <laughs> I don't
1: know just like it's just like one of those you need to I chew your food <laughs> just something i thought about this weekend um <laughs> <laughs> i also like got a haircut before i went and so like i shaved like the sides of my head and i like totally put sunscreen on my face and stuff i didn't think about like my actual head burning because like my hair is so short on the sides and so like my entire head is burnt oh, It so bad i know i'm just like ow
0: what What's was I supposed soul? to do? Put like
1: sunscreen in my hair though? Like, like did use it like hairspray? I don't know. <laughs> so your scalp is burnt? It's like, you know how I like shaved the sides of my head? Oh, gotcha, gotcha, Like the gotcha. Sides Cause it's so and, low. Like, the... mm-hmm, Cause it's like literally, yeah. Cause I did like you should invent one.
0: that. Do they have hairspray? Like I don't know. sunscreen
1: hairspray? But I feel that like that sounds would be like a hole greasy. in the market. Yeah. And I mean, I'd rather be
0: greasy than burnt. No, you know I'm what I mean? Burnt. I'd rather be burnt. <laughs> I'm not working. Always, with greasy hair. you can always wash it out when you get home. If you're gonna be in the sun for a long time, yeah. You got but like, it hair, doesn't
1: matter when you're home; it's when you're out. I don't want to be out with greasy hair. That's nasty. I'm gonna look like Daniel. But that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look like him. In Daniel politics. definitely wears the hair the hair
0: sunscreen.
1: <laughs> he sprayed that SPF in his hair directly.
0: Ooh directly on that hair that's Mm -hmm. hilarious but i mean that's the whole point of like getting a product together is making it so it doesn't have terrible side effects to whatever you're using it for so we gotta google that and see if they got some stuff if not we're we're making it and don't take it from us don't take (laughs) it because we will come for you
1: (laughs) and we got this on record okay on record this is um august 14th at 8 10 p.m so anything (laughs) after this moment it's ours like you know <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna google this
0: a whole market already We're like just forget we said that <laughs> y'all
1: <laughs> i know there's probably so many brands of like hair sunscreen or something i don't know hilarious i've never Whatever. even thought about that hmm. neither until this week and i'm just like fuck <laughs> <laughs> well i'm happy you had a good time what have you been up to this weekend
0: i've been getting prepared for my move um Today, my mom and my brother and one of our close friends all came to my new place and I went and bought a bunch of cleaning supplies and we got to work. We got down, we had some jams playing, and it was a really good time. Like we, I got, we really deep cleaned that place. Oh my God. So you didn't hire anyone? No, I hired, I tried to hire this lady and she's charging $750. I was like, girl, are you out of your mind? I'm not paying almost $1,000 for this. And then I talked to somebody else and they charged like 500. And I was like, girl, I'm not trying to pay that much money to come clean some floors. And so, and my mom is a professional organizer. So part of her job is Cleaning and getting things in order. She's not a cleaning lady, but she knows how to clean. And my grandmother is very clean oriented. So mm-hmm. we all like are just really good at cleaning things and like organizing things really well and so my mom's boyfriend was like no y'all need to hire somebody so we was like we ain't gonna tell him we just gonna do it so we Mm -hmm. we just went today and just knocked it out it took like four or five hours and everybody took a part of the house and got it knocked out and it was so fun so i'm actually happy that we did that because it was nice to spend time together especially because my brother's leaving tomorrow so like Mm -hmm. just have some time to spend together getting stuff done and then yesterday we went to my little brother's restaurant that he's working at and this is his like first job. Well, he's had a couple other jobs, but he's <laughs> just getting into the job field. And his friend owns a restaurant in Beverly Hills, his fa- friend's family. And so he was like I want you to come to the restaurant and just you know just have just to see where I work at. And he's never invited us anywhere like that. Like he's never wanted us to be a part of his life in that way. And so Mm -hmm. we went and it was such a good time. Like. First and foremost, it was pretty packed in there, but everybody was just so receptive of him and excited to see him and playful with him. And they kept coming over to the table and introducing themselves to us. And my mom was like about to cry because she's like, it just makes me so happy that in the world, people love you. She was like, you might be mean to us at home, but as long as you're good to these people out here in the streets, (laughs) that's all I can ask of you. Like seeing the way people react to you is so special. And the food was so good. So if anybody is in LA, or comes to L.A., uh, Gormando on the corner of Robertson and Wilshire is so delicious. Gourmando. Gourmando. It is so fire. We had some uh, sweet potato taquitos. They were so good. And then their French fries were good, which, you know, and not everybody can fry a, a, a potato real good, but some people just got that right crunch on it. It was just so delicious. And I got this veggie burger that was like a chickpea patty. And I don't usually like veggie burgers at restaurants because they're always mushy, but this was so good. And they fried leeks and they put they had this like deep fried pepper on it and it was just mm-hmm. fire. So not only was it an absolutely delicious meal, but seeing having my brother be part of that kitchen because he works in the kitchen and experiencing all the people he works with. And it's a family that owns it and how much they care about him. that And you can see that that was really encouraging and like such a great moment. So I'm it was, it's been a really nice weekend. And Aww. so I'm, I'm so feeling cute. really good. I know. And he, he loves making the, the bread pudding. They have some delicious bread pudding and that's what he is, loves to do the most. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the meal, he was like, we got to order the bread pudding. <laughs> we were mm-hmm. like, okay. And it was so good. It had some, some roasted bread, roasted peaches and some it was just it was fire so if anybody's in la and you need a brunch spot or just a late night spot i think they close like 10 11 it is really delicious hit them up but other Mm. than that i'm exhausted after cleaning today but i feel good my place looks nice and i'm going to be moving in this week so this is my final weekend <laughs> okay, I'm down. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be such a crazy experience to like fully be moving. Saturday in. night
1: at James's. Y'all heard what? it. Everyone's invited. Not, in Saturday.
0: <laughs> Not Saturday. Shut up. Not Saturday, because I'm getting my appliances uh delivered on Saturday, which I'm excited about. Sunday. Been...
1: <laughs> Sunday, fun day, Sunday. We brunch at James's. Hey. <laughs> Um, I was so exhausted
0: at the the experience of appliances because my neighbor told me to stay away from Samsung appliances and you should go with the Bosch dishwasher and you should do this and you should do that. And I was like, I, this is not, this is just too much because so many people have so many opinions. And when I would go online, Mm -hmm. their opinions were clashing with his opinions and the people at the store, their opinions were clashing with their opinions. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm
1: doing that's why i don't really fuck with reviews like i'll look at it like an, an overall thing but like i just feel like everyone's experience is unique to them like some objects work sometimes they don't you know like it, you never really know you could have a faulty one and everything else could be amazing i didn't know some samsung made um appliances, appliances. though i thought they, they just made do. shitty phones shut up <laughs> 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 you're
0: so rude I knew that was coming too just disrespectful I'm a, I am have only ever had Samsung phones other than my sidekicks and I stand by my Samsung phones and I, so I'm going to stand by my Samsung appliances and I hope you that better. they do me right <laughs> I
1: hope so too they could be Holy taking bread.
0: horrible pictures <laughs> <laughs> not my oven be, being 12 pixels
2: <laughs> be like click <laughs>
0: You are ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) But I got it all done. Everything is in the pipeline. So now we just got to get through this week and I should be living a new life and that's going to be very crazy. But I'm very excited.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited for you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. I can't wait for you to come over. I know. Get the
1: invitations together for Sunday.
0: I will. (laughs) I do want to have like a... Like a housewarming party i've never been able to entertain before in la so i'm excited about that i just don't know how that'll be but we'll make it happen i mean you'll have people over
1: i don't know if you'll entertain
0: but we'll be there (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think
1: that's just a personal problem (laughs) (laughs) you're so
0: annoying let's jump into big brother 23 which because i've had so much going on in my life i have not been on feeds that much. Like I I feel like a casual this week. And for the past couple of weeks, I've been like diving into the feeds here and there and catching up on what's really going on. But Mm -hmm. I'm not as like in tune with the the ebbs and the flows of the house the way that I usually am. And I really don't like that. But I think I'm getting a gist of it at least. Like I got to catch up today because apparently it was a messy day in the house and I've got to see how this went down. But yeah. And so I've been watching the episodes. And I guess we can just run through the week and I don't there wasn't really a lot to talk about. I don't think like really, it was pretty standard stuff. And um, so this is just gonna be another just free flowing casual kind of episode talking about our feelings and our thoughts and what we see moving forward and all all that good stuff. So what we left off was the HOH competition um, when Michael won HOH, and it was the balance beam competition. How did you feel watching the competition play out
1: on the episode? Um, I was so impressed uh, by Michael's ability to get there in 11 seconds. I don't know, right. he just zoomed through. Other than that, nothing really um, stood out to me about the competition. Why they even entertained Jasmine, which <laughs> like she was gonna do something was a waste of my time, but I did that laugh. Was the, I love how they, like, cut her off. Um
0: That cracked me up. This whole episode was hilarious to me, and I have to give them props for it because I actually really enjoyed the Sunday episode last week. It was mm-hmm. so funny. I was laughing the whole time.
1: Yeah, no, that, that made me laugh. Um, Turner's fall looks like it hurt oh. so bad. I was like, sir... <laughs> he really yeah, he looked, was really trying he was, he was really trying, trying so
0: hard and he looked like when they used to throw them them stuffed bodies on keenan and kale or that's a raven <laughs> and the body just fly through the air i was
2: like
0: <laughs> it was so funny i was like turner how and he just got back up like he didn't just slam his face into the side of the competition
1: <laughs> right can you imagine if jasmine would have done that the whole, whole house would have stopped. She would have came out in a full body cast. And <laughs> like, I can still play. <laughs> she really would have. Oh, that
0: girl. I cannot deal. Taylor was trying real hard too. I was like, girl, <laughs> she was struggling on that beam. Um, but no, Michael was extremely impressive. Daniel did a good job too, and Kyle did a really good job too. If they wouldn't have like they were so close to Mm -hmm. uh winning if michael wouldn't have pulled it out daniel or kyle would have been hoh so i was happy to see michael be the hoh so michael ends up nominating terrence and monty and joseph and this is our our first three-way nomination this season and the first in a long time in big brother in general i think and uh, but it was all a ruse because they wanted to you know hide the alliance as long as possible which didn't last very long but they also wanted to win the the veto and take them down and backdoor Daniel. That was the main plan. What was the veto competition this week? I don't, oh, Otev?
1: Sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were singing? Yes. Gotcha. You. Did you not get that when I said
1: no, to you? No, because
0: when you sent oh my it, my God. in my brain, I I heard. Ooh sauce which is uh justin timberlake he has a song called sauce okay well you
1: know <laughs> you i would not be all sending you. go ahead <laughs> you know i would not be sending you nothing from mr justin timberlake um, i mean no i was quoting that i think it was that my roach. favorite my favorite ota um it was cracking me up <laughs> <laughs> every time i laugh every single time it was so good i could have watched a whole episode of it and usually i don't like the whole dumb shit that they do but that one just really made me laugh like i just thought it was fucking hilarious and i um was actually watching it like with my boyfriend it's the first time that he's watched big brother with me and really like, we on a trip and like we got back and today and i was like i have to get through these episodes like if you want to stay here you're just gonna have to sit through this. I'm sorry. And he was like, what the fuck is this? And I was just <laughs> dying laughing. Like, I just thought it was so fucking funny. It was. <laughs>
0: I actually really liked Otef this year too. I was like, why are they dressed like cockroaches? But it is very, <laughs> it's very on brand for this season because y'all are mm-hmm. all very buggy. Y'all be bugging me week after week. And, uh, but I, I liked the songs like I didn't think the songs were super cringe and whoever was singing. I was like, he actually has a good voice. Hey. He was he was sounded real good. Um sauce. sauce. <laughs> so uh, after the nominations, we and we talked about this last week, but Kyle is starting to be jealous of Joseph and his relationship with Taylor and just the other guys in the house in general. And he was telling Michael that he's afraid that if they send Daniel home this week, that Monty, Joseph, Taylor, Jasmine, Indy, and Terrence are going to align and target him if he ends up on the block. And he really wanted to protect Alyssa as well. I'm still, well, and so the trajectory of this season always being very up and down. I'm not in love with these people. I'm not in love with the season. I think that the outcomes have been really good, but it's been a very weird season for me. Kyle's subtle racism, and honestly, it ain't subtle. It's very overt it's so weird because i don't think he sees it like i really he just the way he talks about it is so nonchalant but there's something about the way he talks about it that just makes me feel like he doesn't even know how crazy he sounds and he got back on this today and that's why i'm even bringing it up again because him and michael and Brittany are back on this train and it's so confusing to me as to how comfortable they are having these conversations and I just don't get it. I, I just don't understand how people cannot see how foolish it is to say these things. And it's almost like more overt than a lot of the racism we have seen, because a lot of the other racism has been honestly immature, very stupid. And but this like I feel like this racism is a lot more dangerous because it is so embedded in the they're so comfortable talking about How the people that are not white are probably going to band together because of their differences. And I just don't understand how you say that out loud and don't find some kind of like, hmm, pause. Maybe it sounds weird to say this because it really bugs me. I'm interested to see how he responds to all of this when he's out of the house. Because Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't think he's going to see it coming at all. And it's so laid on thick. There's no, there's no way around it. He is not beating these charges because it is too straightforward. And it's 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 just so suspect. It's crazy. And Michael and Brittany, they ain't getting off clean either, because they have not stopped it. They have only encouraged it and gotten mm-hmm. on board with it. And it's like, especially Michael, it's like, sir, do you like, come on, I go so back and forth with all these people, it almost drives me a little crazy. Because mm-hmm. I'll like them one week and then the next week I'm completely like annoyed by them. And it's not even weeks, it's days a lot of times. It's just mm-hmm. Can we get some consistency? After the the three guys are on the block, the girls really want to take a shot at Monty and Terrence and Daniel also want to put the heat on Monty and they all want to work together to try to get Monty out this week. And honestly, I've, it, it feels stupid to even talk about this because this was never going to happen. <laughs> and yeah. they were talking about it on the episode like it was such a plan. Like they were really doing something. They were really playing the game. They were really going to make something happen. But... There were no feet on that plan. Like it really was never going to be a thing unless the veto just was not used. But there was a leftover member in every pair of Festi Besties. So pretty much no matter who won, the veto could get used to take Monty and Joseph and Terrence down. So unless there was there was no way around it unless Michael won and they just decided not to use it. It feels very stupid to talk about it, but they were really Mm -hmm. on board with this. It was embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> it, yeah. it almost feels like disrespectful to the game of Big Brother how raggedy these people are and how like embarrassing they are at the game because Terrence and Jasmine and all of them were just like, so stupid the way that they went up to the hoh room after the veto and tried to pitch to michael that monty needed to be the one to go but they did it back to back to back to back and they Mm. all acted like they hadn't talked to anybody else and michael was like it's very obvious that y'all all all have talked to each other (laughs)
2: because
0: y'all all (laughs) all been coming up here saying the same thing and this is why the kyle thing is on my heart again too because it's very important for this week specifically because when i was talking about it a minute ago i was like is this just from last week because We talked about it last week, but I was very upset because they did not include that in the episodes at all. There was Mm -hmm. no mention of that. And they tried to paint it as if Taylor was still going to go after Monty when that was really never the thing. So it, it was really frustrating to see that they tried to paint this picture of how this was playing out when Kyle was basically the main one wanting to go after Monty because he didn't want to go up on the block and he didn't want Alyssa to be compromised as well. So. He was going out of the way, out of his way, to try to spin these wheels and make these people believe that they could get Monty out. To the point that he got Jasmine and all of them to go up there and have those conversations with Michael. But then he tried to say, "Yeah, they're all gonna join into an alliance." The Terrence and and Jasmine and Taylor and Monty—they're all gonna join together. And then Jasmine and Taylor—I mean, Jasmine and Terrence—up there throwing Monty under the bus. <laughs> and it's like, Kyle, sweetheart how are you going to use your racism to try to get ahead? And then the black people that you say are going to work together are throwing each other under the bus 50 minutes later. Like yeah. you look stupid. And it just, it, it, and that actually made his, that his actions look so much worse because he was trying to paint this picture and he was using very racist language and very racist ideas to do so. And mm-hmm. those people that were included in that conversation and in that Thought we're doing the complete Opposite of what he said they were gonna Do and so it's yeah. like what kind of Game are you playing like what is going On here are y'all really this stupid Like is it is it dumbness Like is it dumb <laughs> Dumbness is, yes
1: is- <laughs> Yeah no I Yeah all of that fool- Foolishness was So foolish like I That I like I don't I don't even get where it, like, came from. I mean, I get where it came from. It came from Terrence's last-ditch effort to, like, try to save Daniel, at least from what I saw. And Um, that's the thing. And trying to, like, paint a picture. But I was just like, what? Like, why? I don't know. It was just so random. But, I mean, I guess it wasn't random because Daniel and Monty had that, like, whole argument right after Nicole was let out the house. And so... Like, I, I just, I didn't get it. And I was like, why? I just want to, like, see Daniel suffer. Why are we, like, why is there any, like, false hope somewhat given to him that he can, like, stay in his house and make him right. think that he's making a move, like, when it's not even a move to be made, you know? Like, I was just like, I don't, I wish that this wasn't even a part of this at all. It
0: was very stupid. And honestly, I get the editors wanting to make the story seem like something else could happen just to get you on the edge of your seat a little bit.
1: No, let's just make fun of Daniel. Like, (laughs) you know, I feel like the funny moments of this show have been like the best part so far. I don't need extra drama. Like, give me some more comedy. Give me like, give me like this dude being cringy. So I can just be so happy. He's about to be voted out. Like that's all I want it. And I feel like the Sunday episode was giving so much cringy Daniel and then they did the other two episodes I mean he's just cringy as a person so anytime he's on the screen I'm like ooh. but like I just wanted more of that because like you know me also because I was watching it with my boyfriend who hasn't ever watched and I was trying to like fill him in and tell him like what a horrible person Daniel was and I mean he definitely had his moments where you know like he was able to see that but I just wanted more so I could be like see look right (laughs) you know because that was like the funny stuff to me and like the the moments where you know like my boyfriend was the most like engaged in it or whatever it's just like who the fuck is this dude you know like (laughs) I don't know it's like stuff like that that I just find I found that more inner entertaining than like the whole back and forth with like the Monty thing where I was just like and then, yeah, nothing came from it. So I was like, okay, well that was just like 25 minutes of my life wasted.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, it's so stupid. I do think they edited edited them to look kind of stupid though, because the other house was talking about how this wasn't gonna happen. And they knew everything that was going on because another twist in the story is Joseph has been very close with the other side of the house. And he has basically been pulled into an alliance with Jasmine and Terrence and Alyssa and Indy and all the other people. And so he's getting all their tea. He knows where their brain is at and he's reporting all this information back to the leftovers. And it does put him in a precarious position with the leftovers because he's playing both sides of the house. So he's one of the only people that have strong game relationships with everybody in the house really. And so Mm -hmm. it does make him a target when it comes to the future, but I and he's also getting caught up because he's now wanting to play the middle, and he doesn't want decisions to be made that are going to compromise his spot. And mm-hmm. so, and this is this is what we'll see on this this week's episodes because it has been such a mess with Joseph. He has been doing the most, but it, it's interesting where he found finds himself in this house because he's kind of surrounded by options but he's he's completely loyal to the leftovers but they all they all know what's going on with these other people and kyle is involved on the other side of the house too because he has alyssa he was close to daniel and all of that um but daniel started to put together that the leftovers were a thing and he had them basically all clocked and not that it mattered because it just like you know whatever but the relationships that joseph has it does show me why Um, the, the, the Alliance just can't be out in public and be open about it because Joseph is still playing the, you know, both sides. And so he doesn't want to, to compromise his position in the house and Kyle with Alyssa as well. And so there's, there are some middle ground that they're not trying to step into and that's making the leftovers have some tension because they're trying to figure out how to move forward. And it's just been, it's been real interesting. How are you feeling about the leftovers and the current state of their alliance and what their alliance looks like moving forward and all, and the decisions that they've been making together?
1: I, you know, I don't know, um, because I feel like everyone is like one foot in, one foot out, you know, I, I feel like everyone is thinking about the next step, which I think is good, but also like you have such a good thing going right now, but also you know things are changing now that the Festy Besties is gonna go away, and then this whole house split thing—I have no idea what the fuck that even means. We're gonna have to talk about. So that. I honestly, I don't really know what I can say about the leftovers moving forward because I don't know how the game is gonna change. If it was another week of Festy Besties, I think that there would be a lot of talk about like turning and stuff, but I don't think that they would, because I think that they do have such a good thing going, and I think that they they know that deep down even though they're trying to do other stuff and set themselves up in other ways and make big moves and stuff i don't think that they would turn on each other
0: (laughs) but (laughs) i don't know slowly
1: names have been thrown out things have happened you know
0: i think that i've enjoyed the leftovers and i'm very thankful that they formed when they did because it gave taylor the opportunity to actually have a game and to rebuild her spot in the house And Mm -hmm. I do think they've been making good decisions and they've gotten out the worst people in the house. But Mm -hmm. now that we're finally to jury, I do think they're in a very strange position because I don't think them staying together is beneficial for everybody. And with the cookout last year, I thought it was beneficial for everyone to stay together because that was the plan. And there was a lot more invested into that situation. Yeah. and It just made a lot more sense. But With this situation, I feel like Monty and the Pound, the boys of the group are much better off than Michael and Taylor and um, Brittany. And so I'm a little unsure about how I feel about them moving forward. And I kind of hope that things sever soon and I hope that Taylor finds her herself with like Turner, Monty, and Joseph. Like I feel like if that became a foursome, and Kyle, Brittany, and Michael were on the outs, I think that would be more comfortable for me, specifically because of the way that Michael and Brittany and Kyle have started to talk about this comp- this alliance and moving forward. But I just don't know if the pound is going to see it before it's too late. If Michael, Brittany, and Kyle decide to take a shot. And so I'm,
1: I'm kind of hoping things break up sooner than later, but well, I also who is getting targeted. Can't we just get them? Tell me who's being targeted this week. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I know Taylor won HOH. Yes.
0: Taylor won HOH and mm-hmm. it has been trial. It has been a lot going on. Taylor is she, like she said in tonight's episode, she's not a good HOH. She's not good at this. <laughs> And mm-hmm. she had promised everybody safety, basically, and told the girls she wasn't going to put up any girls and just said all these crazy things. But her target is apparently Terrence. And I was kind of cracking up because she said that she didn't want it, she refused to put up a black woman, but she was like, But you're going to be on this block, Terrence. <laughs> and why I was like, okay. is it Terrence, though? I don't 100% know why specifically she chose Terrence i think i may have missed that part or i'm just it hasn't fully connected with me and i actually might know and i'm just not thinking of it but it's i don't think it's a bad move for her because terrence is a problem for taylor i don't think terrence would vote for taylor in the end he's been talking mess about her for since the very beginning and he's just a very under the radar kind of number person and i think taking him out takes a number away from the kyle's in the future and mm-hmm. the you know the different people in the house that would probably be against her the jasmines the indies the Alyssas, the Ky- like i think that terrence not being there would be beneficial for the lot for taylor's long run numbers game mm-hmm. but when it comes to jury votes i don't know what you know i just don't know what he would
1: do um But also, but I mean, he's going to be in the jury. So it doesn't matter. Like, his unknowingness is still going to be there. So it's not like getting him out this week is going to change whether or not he votes for her. I feel like there are definitely bigger threats than Terrence. He may be a number, but so are the other people, you know, so getting them out is still taking out a number, but getting out someone who can win a competition and true be a number I think would be more beneficial. I feel like Terrence is someone low under the radar, but he's someone that can easily be gotten out at any time in the game.
0: I agree, but I think those people end up being the big Ds of the game that (laughs) can go to the end Mm -hmm. and just fly under the radar and take up that spot. So I do think there is benefit to taking Terrence out at this point, Mm -hmm. but also it's been floated that Alyssa might be the target. And they're tr- they yeah, also really want Jasmine to go, but Taylor doesn't want to put up a black woman. And we're talking basically about all stuff we're going to talk about next week, but um, yeah. So I don't know what, how this is going to end up, especially with the veto and everything. So, oh, we'll see how that goes tomorrow. I, so like, all I would of this love is still for ending. Jasmine
1: to be the first jury member. Like
0: I would love it. Or That's Indy. just like,
1: honestly, like I just, I can't take Jasmine on my TV screen anymore. <laughs> she's i can't it's so annoying i just want her gone so bad she has
0: reached a new level of annoyance i was like if you go in that diary room and start screaming at julie one more time i'm going to scream and there was something she said on tonight's episode that made me sc- just cringe to my core the way that she said it i was just like she has got to go and i'm sure we'll get all into jasmine next week because it's her birthday week and she won't shut up about it uh
1: it's the worst I saw something where she was like, don't give me a punishment because it's my birthday. Like, girl, what? (laughs) I like uh, those people are so much nicer than me because I would so much nicer give her a punishment and been like, oops, sorry.
0: I wish she would have, but I want to give you a
1: birthday that you remember (laughs) (laughs) and talk about for the rest of your life.
0: Absolutely. Um, How did you feel about the way that Muffingate made the
1: episode? i thought it was funny it that was on sunday's episode right yeah i thought it was funny i mean there's there's not a lot to it i don't know like uh i don't know what what are your thoughts maybe i can play off of that
0: um i i loved seeing muffin gay i i hated jasmine getting in a good light in a sense because she was kind of funny in it
1: mm -hmm. but her laying on the floor
0: yes (laughs) And Monty walking by and being like, what? And uh, Turner being like, who is that under the couch?
1: (laughs) I love Turner so much. He has become, like, my favorite. He's just so funny. And I tweeted this, but I just want to, like, play with his hair. Like, I just want to sit there and, like, braid his hair and, like, put flowers in it. Like, I... I'm really really starting to like him and I feel like Me he's too. getting hotter every week. <laughs> but he is I mean on every so level cute.
0: he is becoming much more of like a favorite and he's mm-hmm. he's being hilarious but his DRs are so natural. He just mm-hmm. be talking and chilling and t- telling us what he's thinking and the way that he looks at the camera in the house like his deadpans at this at the camera mm-hmm. are hilarious. And but it's just so authentic and genuine, and that's what we what we love out of people. Like we just want to see who you are. You don't have to go give us this whole character. Just be yourself. And if things are funny, they're gonna be funny. And he is yeah. he's killing right now. I think like he he's just. In, I think he's in a great place in the house. I think he's a great in a great place within the fandom. Like on a popularity level. And I don't know, I'm, I am I really love Turner and I'm happy that he's blossomed into this person that's actually worth rooting for because things could have been very different with him.
1: Right, y'all were trying to cancel him before the show even started because of his sister.
0: Absolutely, and if any of that stuff would have panned out, i i wouldn't have been mad about that because the way that he was acting those first few weeks when he was up under pooch like he was not likable because Mm -hmm. i just but you know i've been talking bad about pooch and paloma this whole time and i think that they were the core of the toxicity in the house and without Mm -hmm. them a lot of that has gone like we still have it but not at the same level and not with the same venom that we had while they were there so i'm really happy to see where turner has come and who he's become? Because he's—I really love him. But I—I I loved Muffingate. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was also hilarious that they promoted it the way that they did. Like Big Brother never talks about things in like making a thing out of it. Like I feel like they're actually trying to make things out of things this season. They're—they're mm-hmm. they're making Muffingate a thing. They're making Taylor and her lays a thing. And like I—I I appreciate that because we really haven't had many of those moments that people are are going to talk about in the future because. I don't know. They're, they're have, maybe there haven't been many, but I think that they're getting behind the right ones this season because they're actually funny and they've been hilarious to watch. And i just live for anybody um, antagonizing Jasmine because that mm-hmm. girl is the worst. And honestly everybody sees it Brittany is so over it michael is so over her and they see how lazy she is and how selfish she is and taylor too i was cracking up at taylor she was like you know people my whole life have told me that i was selfish as a pageant girl they just thought i was fake and phony and all of these other things but i'm seeing what they probably think that i am through jasmine like this is a true selfish person this is a true lazy person like People are Did she say that on that is. episode? She said it on the live feeds, I think.
1: Oh, I'm like, ooh.
0: She ate it up, though, and I was like, you are 100% correct. And I've never seen somebody, I mean, I've seen people like Jasmine, but like, you're on national television, and you're still just like, you inherently are a very bratty and selfish self-concerned person and you don't care mm. about anybody else if it puts you in a position where you're not happy or getting what you want and we're absolutely going to see it next on the episodes this week with her birthday because she mm. would not shut up about it i was watching feeds for just a few hours and she talked about it in every conversation she was in and i was so upset that she actually did not get a punishment like ugh, i just needed her to go out a little bit earlier and she would have probably got one but somehow mm-hmm. she made it through. And people were talking about that too. They were like, "Somehow Jasmine is just so lucky this season. Like she hurts her foot, but she's still here. She doesn't have to compete in competitions and she's never in danger. She wins this pie in competition and uh, like she's so many things have worked in Jasmine's favor." this season but also she's not really played a good game like she hasn't contributed that much and other than like the pooch thing was a good thing but that wasn't her doing but she was on the right side of that but Mm -hmm. she really has been benefiting from a lot of this season and it's so strange to watch and i'm wondering if that happens to her in life where she can just be this terrible just like nasty spirited person but she always still ends, to, ends up benefiting from whatever's going on. And I'm like, maybe that's what created her and got her to this point. But I was going to say probably,
1: know. because it's I feel like if they didn't work out that way, then she would probably switch it up a little bit, you know? Right. I don't know. But that, yeah. For sure.
0: So, so then we get Otev, which we already talked about a little bit, but daniel and kyle were not picked to play in this competition i was so happy that they didn't even get a shot at trying to save daniel or kyle trying to save himself Mm -hmm. um but the competition was i actually really enjoyed watching this and the 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 core of this to me that threw me off was terrence really trying to throw this competition (laughs) and Mm -hmm. for some i just like we have been playing well, we haven't we have been watching this show for going on six weeks, you have been mm-hmm. playing this game for going on six weeks. Four out of the five people that have been evicted from this house were backdoored basically and put up on the block, thinking they were going to be safe and they have gone home one way or another. Mm-hmm. And you want to do it to yourself like you actively want to not win this veto and take yourself off the block just to get Monty sent home, well, you probably going to be the one to go home if the the veto's not used. (laughs) So, it's so frustrating to watch these people not play this game well, because Mm -hmm. I just don't, like, if you were in this house, you would never allow yourself to be on the block. You wouldn't volunteer to be on the block. And if you had the opportunity to get off the block, guess what you finna do? Get off it. Period. So, why would you ever... Do the opposite of that. I don't. I feel like so many people this season are doing that, and it don't make sense. Why would you ever put yourself in harm's
1: way? Why? Because they're not on the right side of the house, and they think that they have the numbers, and they think what they're doing is some big game move. Mm-hmm. There's like all of this talk about oh, big game move, big mm-hmm. game move. I'm doing this to do this. I'm doing this to do that. And while it's so dumb for us as you are, you know, like viewers watching it, I feel like in the house, like they probably think that they do have the numbers. And I mean, Terrence, what is Terrence going to do? You know, he's got <laughs> Daniel in his ear telling him all this shit, hyping him up, you know, because I mean, who else does Terrence have? Now he has this like person who doesn't have anyone who seems like an ally for him. And why would he not, you know, go? Cause I feel like that's probably the most game talk he's had this entire game was with Daniel yeah. the last week. So, like, I'm not going to, like, fault him and being like, oh, what he's doing completely doesn't make sense. I mean, is it dumb? Absolutely. But for him in his position where he's at in the house and what he knows, like, I I kind of get it. Um, And, I mean, even, like, when it was him and Daniel in the room, he's like, oh, like, you just made the best move of the game and all this stuff, and Terrence is, like, talking to the camera. It's so dumb for us to, like, watch that. But for them, like... You know, they think that they may actually be doing something. And so it's it's frustrating. But at the same time, like, you know, they don't know any better. So I don't. It's hard.
0: But how do you not know any better when you've watched the same thing happen week after week after week? And that's it's the only different thing. different for you, you know? Like, I like don't know. That's true. But it just doesn't. It's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Because there's case studies that he can look to. He's seen how these people play every week. They play in his face every week. So why would you let somebody play in your face? That could literally end your game and you're done. It's
1: the same reason he voted for Daniel when everyone else <laughs> did it. Or he voted for Kyle when everyone else voted for Daniel. It's like he's dumb. He's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's obviously not a huge Big Brother fan. He's someone that they put in the house to play Big Brother because they needed someone. You know, like I don't know, but he's obviously like this isn't his thing, you know? Like so I don't really hold it against him because it's not like he's some super fan coming in here with all of this knowledge. Like I feel like he barely understands what's going on at all. So <laughs> I, you know, I, as dumb as it is, like I wasn't mad at him so about
2: stupid.
0: it. So, but, and he was like, I really, to Michael, I really need you to win this HOA, this veto and throws the competition to him. But I was impressed that Terrence came in second at OTAF. Like Mm -hmm. he was doing a good job and Michael and Brittany had apparently made a stockpile. So they had a lot of their answers already in one area. So they could just easily run to it. But Terrence was holding his own and I felt like this was a moment that he could actually prove that he could do something and save himself because he's always talking about, I'm going to, you know, I'm definitely going to bring myself down. I'm going to prove to these people that I can do it. But it's just like, I think it's there's a part of me that wants to appreciate someone being or let me not say being trying to be strategic and like (laughs) trying to go down that road of figuring out what is best for them and actually try to formulate a plan so there's a part of me that is happy that they did that but at the same time it's like is it worth it if like it's dumb (laughs) like is it worth watching somebody be stupid which i guess on the entertainment factor absolutely but Mm -hmm. like it's just like, come on, y'all. Where are the brain cells? Where are the thoughts and the, the focus and the understandings? Do come on, brains, get it together. I just don't get it. These bro, just, uh just stupid. But I enjoyed uh, Otev, what was his name? The country cockroach, whatever he was.
1: Sauce. <laughs> that's what his name was i don't know
0: his name was sauce they had to run and get bottles of of different kinds of sauce but apparently whatever these were made out of and whatever the competition was made out of it cut their legs all up and they were all like abused after that competition i was like oh my god yeah that that uh fiberglass was not their friend that day oh um so Michael ends up winning the power veto, and this is like his fifth win of the season. And how do you feel about Gotta Michael's threat down. level? Gotta slow like, down.
1: It's a lot. There's no way he's gonna make it to the end. There's no way he's too. He no. I don't believe there's any way unless he just wins his way to the end. Because <laughs> I mean, at this point, what is he lost? Right. Um, I. It's too much. Like. But also, at the same time, like, he's won when he needed to win, you know? Exactly. He
0: kind of had to win when he he had some of those.
1: But it's just – it's so much. And, I mean, everyone knows it. Daniel's pointed it out again, you know, his going out and, like, specifically, like, targeting him. It's wild. I don't know. I – I feel bad for him because I'm proud of him for winning, you know, and like good for him. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's too much. You are literally setting yourself up for failure.
0: Absolutely. It's it's a lot. It's a little excessive this early in the game, which I'm I'm thinking he may benefit going into jury because if he slows down and he's able to find himself in a good spot, he may be able to hide the fact that he's won all these competitions. If other people start winning a lot of competitions, because like mm-hmm. Casey, she didn't start winning things until, until jury and she ended yeah. up winning so many vetoes. So I think that his threat level could come down if he is able to step back, but at the same time, he's going to be a great option to get out because he's mm-hmm. already proven to be such a calm beast. So, and I'm also interested if he's actually a comp beast or if people just aren't trying, like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't really tell, even though he has been like that first competition and then this balance beam, he has beasted them. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this plays out for Michael, but at this point I'm kind of off Michael and would happily like to see him get what's coming to him. I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's interesting to see a person in, in Michael's archetype be the comp beast of the season, like be somebody that's really in control a lot of the of the strategy and in these competitions to make these decisions he's he's definitely repping for himself and i'm i'm proud of him Mm -hmm. um but i just have such a weird relationship with him at this point in time and i think he's one that i'm really interested to see how he responds to to the season in the postseason because he's just been such a in such a weird space And also his DRs are just so cringy, like the one where, so he used the power of Vito and nominated Daniel and Kyle onto the block. And then he tried to replicate a Britney DR from, you know, iconic Britney seasons, Britney moments, and Chilltown moments of talking on the phone in the DR. And it just didn't land for me. Like, it -hmm. just felt cringy. And like, I get you're a super fan, but like, come up with something authentic. Like, I think people relate and connect to people who do things that are true to themselves. And I feel like Michael's finding himself in the middle of being a super fan and kind of losing the core of who he is because he's in the middle of his dream. And I, I do understand that because I'm sure it's it's such a crazy experience, but I just want to see more authenticity for him from him and mm-hmm. And see him actually become a character that I will remember, because as of now, there's not much about Michael that I will remember other than him being a great a great competitor. Mm-hmm. And so it's I need him to step it up in that area because that that DR really threw me off. I was like, this is so cringy. and then when when Turner's over here, just being himself, it just makes it look even worse, yeah. And then in the in the veto speech, they were talking about how he gave this great speech. But I didn't, like, this one didn't land for me like Taylor's See, didn't land for you last week.
1: I thought it was good. See, that's interesting. Because he literally used his own words against him. Like, I think right. that that was so smart and funny. Which I think Taylor
0: came up with that.
1: Well, I mean, probably she's had great lines, you know, and good for her. We can give her the credit, but it was good. I think it accomplished what wasn't done the last time because he literally used his words against him and mic drop, you know, that's it. You know, there was no added stuff to it or anything it's just like this is what you said haha ha. now like apologize the way that you you know like i thought it was good and had daniel not been like such a jackass over there like laughing like haha ha, it doesn't matter you know i think he's it was so landed i think he's just so annoying that it took away from the moment maybe um but i thought it was good and i was very shocked that he said that but he did You're right.
0: I think I think the context of it was great, but the delivery felt it felt more shy and subdued in a sense. You also have to think about
1: his personality. So I'm thinking about it coming from him. I'm not expecting this like big like in your face, blah, 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 suck it moment. You know, like he is a little bit more shy and nerdy. And I think that that's the best that we could get from him. And I appreciated it.
0: Because Man, I he could have
1: easily just been like, I feel like his demeanor. I would have just expected him to so, be like Daniel. But you're on the block. I'm sorry. Last you know? week
0: you didn't like Taylor's because you felt like she was too nice. But to M- Michael being nice is a problem. I mean, it's not no a problem. because
1: I I know Taylor has it in her. Like I know that she can deliver the line, be straightforward, and say it. I don't think he has it in him. You know, he doesn't have. I don't think he has that in him to do it. And I'm not saying nice. I'm saying nerdy. I'm saying goofy. Like (laughs) he's too goofy to give, like read someone. We're not going to see him on drag race being like the (laughs) library is open, you know? Like, so I take what I can get. And I think for him, that's all we can get. So I thought it was, I thought it was ballsy of him to say, I did not expect him to do that. Um, And if it was Taylor who did it, great i think it would have been even funnier if she was the one that could have said it for sure it would have been incredible but for who it was and what we got i was happy with it but i'm not saying because he's nice i'm saying yeah
0: i just thought his i thought his delivery was much worse than taylor's
1: so that's why i was again it's you have to look at the person and that's, that's all I well, can say. If we're going
0: to have a rubric, we need to keep that rubric consistent. We can't take into account people's personalities.
1: No, because the way you deliver a line and the way that I deliver a line is going to be two different things, you know?
0: But I'm, I'm not going to deliver a line that I can't pound you know what i mean like if i'm not
1: going to deliver it the way that it should be delivered then you deliver it the way that you consider pounding it to someone else that could sound dumb you know but that comes (laughs) with
0: authenticity i i think that i don't think that was authentic to michael so it just didn't land for me because i felt like he was doing something outside of his usual character or whatever
1: well that i can i can yeah it, it was outside of his character but i think that that's what made me like i get what you're saying and i agree it may not have been authentically him especially if taylor wrote it but at this point i just wanted as much hate towards daniel (laughs) as possible and for them to use his words against him like i just i loved it and it was it would have been it would have been better if someone else could have done it for sure but with who we had and what he was able to deliver i was happy with it
0: it's like if you had Mariah Carey record a song and then she dropped out and was like, I can't use this version. And then you got Clay Aiken and it just was like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Ruben stuttered, it was a duet.
0: It was like, girl, I mean, I guess you did it, but like it ain't Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. So like.
1: <laughs> yeah but um, i mean at least you didn't got the song out because it could have been a great song you know i guess the writer the lyri- still gets the lyrics credit. Exactly, the lyrics could be great the delivery is horrible but the lyrics were good <laughs> you know okay um <laughs> no, anyway um so
0: i so the next thing in my notes was still kind of confusion for me because kyle that that moment of Kyle looking at the camera and talking about how he doesn't feel comfortable protecting Alyssa anymore because he went, because she went along with the other side, trying to get Monty up on the block. I feel like that was so out of context or like it just, the way that they placed it into the episode confused me and people had to kind of explain to me the situation and I understood, but the edit for Kyle, Kyle is really getting off easy in this edit because he just is, he is, he he deserves, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm bothered about how easy of an edit Kyle is getting when he's been way more involved negatively in these situations. And the way that they're using his words don't give full context to why he felt that way. And they tried to make it seem like he was, Against Alyssa for doing it when he was the one that encouraged them to do it. They just did it a way that he didn't feel comfortable with and it was messy. So that's why he didn't feel comfortable saying that he might not be able to protect Alyssa. But I don't know, it was just weird. And speaking of kind of Alyssa, apparently they had sex last night in the have not room on the butterfly floaty. I was Aww. like, girl. Aww. And allegedly, she was on her period. And I was just like, this is a lot <laughs> going on.
1: How romantic!
0: <laughs> just like ooh, bloody butterflies, y'all. Let's not. well
1: us ain't you because it's gross. It's a beautiful thing. I respect. No, of course it, but, you're grown,
0: but like, come on. Just the way this this is their situation has devolved for me is just so. Ugh. Kyle was in such a. He was su- he was in such a great position to be a great player and to really have a say and a go at this game in a way that the fans could support, but just the way that it has devolved is just like. What does so- mom say about it? I ain't seen, but I know she's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know she feeling some kind it's of to way. You know,
1: there's a mad mother somewhere.
0: <laughs> there's nothing like a mad mother. <laughs>
1: um all of her friends at bible school church whatever um probably you all talking about it oh, she's so embarrassed you know she's so embarrassed right now i love
0: absolutely that. he really is making his mom putting his mom in an uncomfortable situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially because she's been so gung-ho about the show and it's just like oh that's a lot that's odd that's
1: awkward but hopefully this will be a learning experience for her too that you cannot control your kids so give up on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy is
0: 30, he really does not act like a 30 year old. Like no. he I feel like he's 22. Like he feels like a child to me. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. I'm like is is it because he was sheltered and like in being Mormon like is that just like does it stunt your growth as a person? Like <laughs> There's just something about so. his personality that doesn't feel at the level that I feel like it should feel for his age, his age group. Like it's very, he's a TikTok uh, ruined uh, I uh, And I knew, I knew when I saw he was a TikToker, I was like, he is not for me. That's one that I have no interest in, but he pulled me in for a minute. He had me in the first half, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the second half, it's, it's a wrap for him. I'm, I'm ready for him to go. So, how did you feel about Daniel's speech?
1: Oh, sorry, I had to yawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, like, me being shady or anything. Like, I literally <laughs> had to yawn. Um, trash. It was complete bullshit trash. He is so annoying. He is so cocky. He is so stupid. So stupid. So, so stupid. Dumb so dumb i'm just like how can you make yourself look more dumb than you already look oh that speech there you go that's the perfect example of how like just cherry on top of your entire horrible game your entire horrible attitude your entire horrible personality that was just like the cherry on top that was the last thing i needed to see and honestly i'm glad he did it because it's just like yeah yeah you're you're literally a shitty person you're gonna go out here as a shitty person you're not gonna say bye to anyone you're gonna do this like whole thing like you are just a sore loser baby a sore, just ugh. he and not even a baby because he's not cute like <laughs> like trash he's just a piece of trash honestly he's not even good enough to be trash because raccoons play with trash and i love raccoons <laughs> So, like, what is worse than trash? Like, he's sewage. He's literal sewage. That's actually worse than trash. That was great.
0: A great pivot from trash. That Mm. actually made so much sense. He is disgusting on every level. I think he is trash. He's absolute trash. I thought that speech was so raggedy. I thought he he just, like you said, he put a cherry on top of the trash sewage person that he already is. Mm-hmm. Just he like he really, you know, I'm I'm happy that he I didn't mind him throwing Michael under the bus. And but I feel like he could have gone out a little more gracefully. And I maybe could have respected that a little bit, but he went out exactly how we feel about him. Like mm-hmm. he gave it, he did himself no favors.
1: And to and- be someone who is such a big fan of the game and all, then respect the fucking game. You got voted out. That is the game. The game isn't Daniel wins. Like that's not what we're playing. We're playing a fucking game. You lost. Be a gracious loser as much as it may suck just admit these people got one over on you and you're out of the fucking house because everyone else is playing the game too. I, I, I think hearing him talk about everyone else's gameplay is so frustrating. And it's not even on the sense that like, he was like completely wrong about everything he said. I think that like, it was just, there was just something about it that was just so cocky and just that like, he deserved it more than anyone else, you know, like, Because I don't mind people talking about their games, and I don't mind people thinking that they're good players. Because there's a lot of stuff in the house that you don't know. But just the way that he said it and delivered it, it was just horrible all the time. It was terrible. Absolutely. And he's been having the same energy
0: all season. Like he really thinks super highly of himself, and he just feels like the person. Why?
1: I'm sorry. I don't 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 mean to be rude, but like, sir, (laughs) I don't mean to be rude. But nobody is. What is it? I, don't know, keep, I, <laughs> I ain't trying to be rude. Keep grabbing, right? But these dudes keep grabbing me. Like nobody's grabbing him, or whatever the <laughs> lyric is, you know. So like, but you're the you first
0: can, guy that night that came to me like this.
1: I, I ain't whatever. trying to be rude. This is the first time we like fucked up lyrics, and it's like one of our <laughs> favorite songs. Oh my god! You know what? I just need to sleep on it, and then I'll remember. tomorrow.
0: <laughs> sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it.
1: And we'll get back to y'all in the morning. Hold up. Okay, sorry. Real quick. When we were in San Francisco, we were on the public. uh, We were, like, on the bus or whatever. And there was this really old man, like, really old, with, like, a cane. And he had his phone on. And he was listening to Pussycat Dolls Buttons. (laughs) And he did not have headphones on. He was, like, watching the music video. And he just had it, like, full blast. And I was, like, creepy, but, like, great taste. I was, like... (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing so hard. That's was, the like, journey trying.
0: I just went on. Because I was like,
1: oh, great. Oh, creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. He was just watching. I mean, you know what? Get your joy where you can. And that's like one of my favorite Pussycat Dolls songs. So go off. And I was laughing so hard. I was trying to get a video of it on my, uh, like for my story. But it was just too obvious. And Brian was like, Zach, stop. So um, I did. But I was, it was so funny. Funny. Um, Speaking
0: of your stories, I loved that you loved the little sea lions.
1: Oh, <laughs> they're <were> so cute. <laughs> I love sea lions. I love anything that is in the water. Like I don't know, I just think about. Raccoons ain't in the water. I know, I know, James. I didn't say I didn't like <laughs> things on land. I said I just <laughs> like things that come from the water. They're just like big, like water dogs. Like they're just so cute, and they're just like art, art, art. And I'm just like. <laughs> I just want to go pet it and hug it and like do you remember that movie andre from like the 90s and she like did a little dance oh i I hated that
0: movie there was something about andre that used to make me uncomfortable was the little matilda girl
1: in that it it was one of those little white girls i don't know (laughs) i don't think it was matilda but i think she was in a few of those like movies in the 90s i can't remember who she was Gotcha. um if she's it should watch or be something still and i just don't know i don't know whatever but i used to love that movie so i always think about it um but yeah i know i love sea lions and then when we came back from um the boat there was one on the dock um that we were docking at so like we had to like wait for it to jump off the dock because we couldn't get off the boat and he was just so cute And he was just like looking at us and we were just oh. like please move because <laughs> you will bite us but i was like oh it was so cute but anyway sorry what were we talking about <laughs> daniel oh, so daniel oh, was evicted yeah. seven to one and terrence's ass was the only one that voted for daniel to stay it, I was like, like why at this point it doesn't even matter it's not even like you're doing it for like sympathy votes for like jury you know like there is absolutely no reason to like do i mean which like whatever it doesn't matter it's terrence but like there's just no fucking reason to do that like, Daniel needs to go him. out
0: unanimously. Don't give him nothing. Do you think how do you think Daniel's gonna be in this postseason? Like, do you think that he's going to try to be something, or do you think he's I mean, gonna stay he's away?
1: a fucking entertainer? And I'm putting quotes around entertainer because I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's entertaining, but like he considers <laughs> himself, right? He's gonna be a Mama June impersonator. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I would go see that if it were free, I would go see that. <laughs> um, that'd be so funny. Um, I don't even know what Mama Paloma gonna says be Paloma go Boo. I and right. His like love for Paloma is like so strange to me. Like the girl was barely in the house. Like, you don't even know her, no offense. You met someone for eight days. You could have like a connection with them for sure. But the way he talked about it, like they're gonna be BFFs, like. I mean, they might as well just get married because he's obsessed with her. Like, he mm. can't keep her name out his mouth. It's so strange. I'm Very like, you don't strange. even know this girl. But no, we're definitely going to see something from Daniel. He's not going to go run and hide. He's His life is too much in, like, the quote-unquote spotlight for him to um, be quiet. So I don't know. Has he spoke yet? I mean, I saw he did some interviews, but I didn't watch any of them because I was just like, he don't want to give him my time.
0: I haven't watched all of them, but I did watch the Cat Dunn one. And as, mm-hmm. as many issues as I take with Cat Dunn at times, shout out to Cat Dunn because she handled that interview beautifully. She, mm-hmm. because he was like, Uh, she was like so can you give us an example of what taylor did to you know to make you feel this way about her and he was like well first of all she called jasmine fat and and cat was like stop stop she did not do that that's not a real thing and she basically broke it down to him what happened and and the thing was he had already been in interviews where people told him that that did not happen. And he was still talking about it. Like it actually happened. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it's just like so delusional. And I get that your version of reality, when you come out of that house is a little skewed because you only know what people have told you, but you don't realize that what people are telling you might not be true. And Mm -hmm. you've been building your entire world around these lies for over a month.
1: That gotta be, quite different. and mr Good play way. your own game right have your own conversations like what right. the fuck he is such a like hypocrite like i cannot stand him he's, tr- oh, he's a I <laughs> must said trash again <laughs> nice catch yeah
0: it's he's just not taking accountability he was saying they were asked people were asking him like when you said that Taylor didn't deserve to live a normal life in the house, he was like, well, I was just meeting like in the house. Uh, he was just saying a bunch of BS. And then he was, people were asking him other questions and he was like, well, you know, I just see so much of myself in Taylor. And that's why I knew that she was gonna be a bad, I said that she was gonna be a bad person. Like I just knew it was gonna be bad from the moment I saw her because I feel like she was gonna be a badass like me. I was like, sir, what? It don't even make sense. Like there was a part of me that felt like, is this media training? Or is this just like bullshit? Because how do you have these questions posed to you? And you have the opportunity to realize that the reason you have gotten a lot of these same questions in all these interviews, so clearly, there's an issue here. So Mm -hmm. why would you double down and come up with this stupid excuse or reason as to why you said this, instead of Taking a step back and just being like, you know, I don't even remember everything I said in that house. I'm going to take some time and go over this stuff and ap- make my apologies to whom I s- feel needs my apologies. And well, I, hate I don't think that we people... want to hear that
1: either because isn't that what Nicole said? That she wanted to like watch it and then like she would say, and then people weren't happy with that answer either. So I think people want him to just like be like, I fucked up and
0: leave it at that. Absolutely. but And you can say that. You can say, I did not, I don't, if this is how I was represented, this is not comfortable for me. And I want to take a look at everything that people are upset about and form an opinion and form an apology. Like be straightforward and like thoughtful about the way you respond to these
1: things. Well, I I don't even want you to be like, I'm going to like form an apology or whatever. Because that to me makes it sound like, I'm going to see what I did, what I need to apologize for. And then I'll put an apology out. I would just be like, I fucked up,
0: but I'm sorry.
1: I'll figure it out. I don't need you to tell me that you're going to give me a, like there, no apologize to Taylor, all that stuff. When it's not, when it's like time and it's appropriate or whatever, but like, I don't like this whole, like this, like announcing that I will be apologizing later. Like, well, I I think, I, that but I, I think people are
0: owed. I think people are owed the space to actually see what we got to see in context of what we got to see. No, and, for sure. And have does, the space to, to, to understand.
1: Like gonna, I think that sometimes I feel like being like sometimes I feel like the the thought of an apology allows you to what is it? Act now, apologize later. Yeah. I think that like that is a horrible life motto I agree. um and so i think that we just we're in this stage of like it doesn't matter what i do i'm just gonna apologize for it later and it'll be fine and so like just hearing like the i and you know like whatever i think it's just something that like i just like really don't like and i think i saw it like with nicole the few clips of interviews i did watch with her i haven't watched anything of daniels but like i just got so over hearing like i need to watch it and then like i will you know like send my but i think like i think i don't know i don't know what i want to hear but i think that there's another way to word it that doesn't make it sound like okay i'm just like just give me a second so i can see what i did and i'll apologize for it shit you know like because that's what i'm getting from it is like, okay, like, fuck off. I'll apologize for it. But like, first, let me see what I did. Like, and it doesn't feel like authentic. I don't know what I need to hear from these people, but I need to hear something different than that. Cause it's just not, it doesn't make me feel like anything's going to be genuine. And I don't think that they're going to think that they did anything wrong when they watch it back. They're going to have excuses and reasons as to why they did what they did. And I just like, for me, I'm just like I don't like bullshit and so like if it's not going to be a genuine apology, if you don't actually see what you did wrong, if you're just doing it so that you can then go promote stuff on Instagram because you have like this platform right. or whatever, like I would just you rather not. I'd rather you just be a fucking shitty person and like go do something Own it. else. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I hate this like idea of like oh we can just apologize for it it's fine
0: no and i fully agree with you and that's not what i'm saying because it's Mm -hmm. been pissing me off that 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 uh whatever his name is daniel thinks that whatever happened between him and dan him and taylor he can just say sorry for it and it's all going to be okay and Mm -hmm. he the way he talked about it in his in his uh interview with julie was just like all he has to do is have a conversation and everything is fine. That's literally he takes no real understanding or care for the issues that he may have caused, especially towards Taylor and the depths of those things. And he thinks that an apology is all that it's available. But my thing is, if I'm presented with the fact that I've messed up, I don't want to I don't want to brush it off. He's a trash person, we already know. But I feel like if you wanna prove to the world that you're not what we already think you are, you go about this process differently. And I think there are ways to go about it where you can be a little more authentic, you can be a little more self-aware. Come to the table with an open heart and not wanting the world to look at you a certain way. Even if you fucked up, I think that people, not Daniel specifically, but people in general, I don't condemn people that make mistakes as long as the way that they approach reproach is reasonable as long as the way that they approach atoning for whatever they did in a way that's actually there's that you can feel their heart a little bit i'm mm-hmm. open to that and i just wanted to see that more from all of these people like just be humans for 1 second let's have a little bit of vulnerability you don't have to always be right you don't have to stand for everything that you've done like you're allowed to get information and see things and change your mind like it's okay but it needs to be authentic and I just hate that people double down on this stuff because even in the cat interview there was at one point and he was like yeah i just don't think she's a good person and like and like it's just so frustrating he's so confusing. and yeah he's like when to.
1: he was like leaving he was like yeah i talked to taylor we're good you know we're good fine. right it's like all these people when they leave are saying that they had conversations with taylor and they're good so i'm just like what like and I, I agree, like, people are allowed to make mistakes and stuff like that. But, like, when it happens for 30-some days, like, is it a mistake or is it just, like, who you are as a person? I don't think it's, like, a mistake. I think that's, like, some therapy shit. That's something that it is. you, like, really need to work on. And that's more than apologizing to just Taylor or whatever. If you're treating one person like this, you've probably treated multiple people like this. And that's something that you need to go get help for, you know? Like, sure. it's... I don't know I, like, I also you're a lot more lenient when I shit like that and understanding than me because i am very much like not about that at all
0: like and i already know twitter always yeah. gets on me because i be trying to have an open heart for people no. just because i'm i don't know like i just mm-hmm. i don't there's something about me that it's hard to condemn unless what was done is so egregious that i just can't I can't see or think anything other than no when it comes to that person,
1: but- I gotta care for you a lot. Like, I mean, you gotta be like one of the most important people in my life for (laughs) me to allow you to do shit like that. But I do have- If it was like one of these strangers in these house, if I was in that situation, it would not be cool. Like we would not, I literally just met you. I don't need to know you. Like there is nothing that you can say. I don't want an apology. That's just the way that I would take it. I know a lot of people- probably feel this way they get out they then like went through this experience i guess that bonds them in a way that i will just never understand because these people end up being friends you know um just from the past what i've seen um i just i don't understand that i guess i've never had a bond like that before that was just so strong that i like am able to overlook people's shittiness but i mean i Me guess if that's your though. thing i don't know but but I think yeah, I, I don't think that <laughs> I think that in Big
0: Brother, it is a very weird environment. And I can there I can come to the understanding that there were people that were saying certain things, there were certain understandings that were housewide, except for one person. So when everybody's on the same page, you feel like you're making the right decision. And when you get out of the house and you realize that was the wrong decision, there's a part of me that understands that you probably didn't realize what was going on because the entire house was on the same page and it was all foolery. And so I, I don't think, that think so. I don't,
1: what do you mean? I don't, I think that there's a lot of cowardness in the house and not standing up for what's right. But I Absolutely. think that there are people in the house who, even though they didn't say anything in the moment, they knew it was wrong. Hence the leftovers, you know? Right. So I don't agree with this mob mentality and that making it understandable. I'm not
0: saying that it's okay. I'm saying Mm -hmm. simply that I understand how he can form these opinions. And Mm -hmm. when he has these opinions and comes out of the house and believes these opinions to be true, I do believe there's space for him to come to a new understanding when he finds out actual information. I just don't care that his
1: understanding. What I don't 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 need from you is understanding. (laughs) Not at all. keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) Deactivate all all your social media accounts. (laughs) Absolutely no. You- what I don't need from you <laughs> is understanding. There's always okay. So are you someone who don't need to communicate?
0: Okay. <laughs> Do not care what you gotta
1: say. <laughs> okay, but there's always okay. This is the thing about the song. There are two types of people. There are people who go up in understanding, and there are people who go down in understanding. Yes. Are you an up or a down? I'm an up. <laughs> I'm a down. See. <laughs> yeah. I just I I I th- I did this I did that song at karaoke like the last time I was in Nashville I think and I did it with my friend Britney and like before we went up there I was like I just need to know are you up or down? Are you up or down? Like we got to get this right.
0: Hilarious. <laughs> but no you're you're right. I and as we talked about this, I have just hit the wall where girl, I do not care. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I just don't care. But I, I understand there's a part of me that still understands that I think there's still room for him to come to some kind of understanding. And as much as I don't want to hear it, if he, if he came correct, (laughs) if he came correct, I would at least be, I'm always available for people to get it right. But honestly, nobody ever gets it right. Like even with like big D and people, they, I always have room for them to get it right, but nobody ever wants to get it right. And I don't get it. I just, I don't know why I have hope in so many people that are trash, but I just, I have a never-ending well of hope for people, and well, for some people, let's say that.
1: Um, But you're absolutely right, Daniel. We don't care. We don't care like that. Care (laughs) in my head, you are a shit person. You're always going to be a shit person, and I don't want to look at you in another way. So in my head, I'm just going to leave it at that, and I'm perfectly fine leaving it at that. that.
0: Oh, child, such a mess. So after the eviction we immediately go to the wall competition and i was like is this a flat earth what is Mm -hmm. this and apparently it was a conspiracy fest i was like y'all doing a lot with these festivals there's a part of me that is happy that y'all are still at least doing festivals and are still on theme like i love a theme that works and lasts but what is conspiracy fest like y'all just be coming up with anything and be like let's just throw fest at the end of it and it's gonna be a thing like okay um so yeah, we get we get the wall and we know Taylor wins the wall competition, which I was really excited about. And seeing her happy like that made me so happy because she uh-huh. has been through so much. And this is the first time she's had a chance to breathe and know for a fact that she's not going up on that block and that she is the only person in the house that really has a say in what is going on at the beginning of this week. And is even though it ain't been that great. And I was going to say, maybe it would have been better
1: if she couldn't grieve. She <laughs> right. cough a little bit. I'll let her cough. <laughs> Shut up.
0: I, I'm i happy for her. And I was so happy. It, it, it truly just broke my heart open in the best way when she was crying and so happy that she was going to get to hear from her mom. And then bitch ass Alyssa was like, that's enough. When Kyle went over and was like comforting her. And I was just like, girl, how are you this like? Jealous like I just don't I I have never felt like that and Taylor has nominated Terrence and Indy for eviction so we'll see how this week ends up and see how this veto goes and all of the above, but. I don't know how do you Oh, so we got to talk, we also found out child that there's a new twist coming next week we're having a double eviction next week but it's coming in the form of a split, a truly split house where half of the house will be in one game and the other half of the house will be in another game. And they will be separated from each other to the point that they will not be able to communicate and they will play a full week of Big Brother and both houses will eliminate somebody equating in a double eviction.
1: Where are they gonna put everybody? I have no idea.
0: I'm so confused by this people are saying that they go to a new
1: house like survivor when they go to a new island or something
0: (laughs) I mean but on an island there's beaches everywhere a house you got to build a bathroom a kitchen bedrooms like it's a different kind of setup so I'm just like how are you going to have a space for these people to live comfortably for a week and also give us live feeds to what's going on in both of these houses. And it's, well, you been- know, they don't care
1: about the live feeds. <laughs> <laughs> they will probably be down. on the. Oh
0: week. my gosh. That would be terrible. But so people were saying that, well, I was a little triggered because when I played Big Brother the game, the, mm. finals, the final house started as two separate houses. And then yeah. we battled to to get down to like, I guess, six people in each house. And then we merged into another house. And mm. so basically, they're going to be kind of doing that in this. And it's it's I'm terrified for it because I don't know how they're going to separate these people into houses. And I don't know what these houses are going to consist of. People were saying that the second house is going to be in the backyard, but like where and how and what? <laughs> like, I have no idea. And you know, in the valley, it is
1: hot. It is supposed oh, to be in the hundreds. It's so hot outside right now. It's supposed that to be in the another- hundreds. In San Francisco, it was so nice and windy. I was wearing like a jacket, it was amazing. <laughs> and then I got off the plane today and I was like, Ooh, oh my God. I it's take so hot. Off. It's
0: so hot outside. So I have no idea how they're going to build something in the backyard that will comfortably house half of this house. It doesn't add up, but I'm interested to see. I do think this could be kind of fun to watch. I think a twist like this works so well in a season like every other season we didn't watch for the past mm-hmm. 10 years. Like we should have seen this before. Where was this for all stars? Like we, we mm-hmm. I needed something like this before this is the first time i don't really want this because i don't want to see the outsiders really find their place again because they've been such trash but i am interested in this twist and i don't know i feel like we've been pretty
1: lucky so maybe we will continue true
0: big brother twists always fail so i'm interested to see if this has room to fail like what is this even going to consist of who's going to end up being the hohs in these houses and who's going to go home? And the crazy thing about all of this is, there's only going to be two votes to send somebody home. That at this point in the game, two votes sending somebody home is outrageous. Anybody is can go at this point, and that is scary to me.
1: Mm-hmm. But also, and this, Taylor won't be able to play, will she?
0: No, apparently no. I mean, like if they stand by regular rules, she won't be able to play. Do you think she should
1: be able to play though? One hundred percent. she should be able to play I don't think that's fair to go into this big of a twist and her not have any chance at like safety I mean of course probably veto, but like that's still not enough in my opinion she should be able to play for HOH again I think it's absolutely
0: insane if she's not able to play (laughs) with two votes sending somebody home I feel like everybody should have the opportunity to at least save themselves by winning HOH like, yes. there's this, if and I'm not saying that just because I like Taylor and I'm rooting for Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it, if anybody was HOH this week, <laughs> I would hope that they'd be able to play in this new competition. Yeah. This new HOH, for this, I would,
1: yeah, I would 100% say that for everyone except Jasmine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you and did then she's play
1: you, mm, her foot, which why they <laughs> let her on that wall? why the fuck did they let her on that wall
0: because apparently she's healed and she'd be acting like it's a problem still but big brother is trying to get her out of the, the crutches and, and the, the walkers all the things well, they, they want were her to be so done. dumb the boot. all
1: they had to do was put her on that wall so she sh- could fall again and pretend like she was hurt all over again Right. like I was like y'all are so dumb y'all should have been like yep nope you can't play I'm sorry your leg hurts too bad that's what they <laughs> need to be doing taking these competitions away from her not even giving her the option because You're in so much pain, like you couldn't even like Mm. walk or whatever. I don't think it's good for you to be up on this wall, and then her be like, No, it is, and be like, Okay, well, then you need to take the boot off, you know. Like, do something like that to make her do it if she is fully healed and she's just using this. They need to push her, so it's like fair, in my opinion.
0: But absolutely, her
1: still getting this like sympathy shit when she's not even hurt and she can go hang off a wall for two seconds (laughs) before she falls, you know, like. I don't know. I just thought it was really dumb that they even gave her the option. And I felt like they were setting her up to hurt herself again. I'm actually 100% shocked that she didn't pretend like she hurt her foot when she (laughs) fell off the wall. And she was like, I'm fine. I was like, I was like, like a wrist or something, an ankle. Right. I was so surprised that she was actually fine.
0: Absolutely. But I'm very interested and very intrigued to see what next week has for us and i have no idea apparently they're bringing back a live audience next week too i saw that
1: i was gonna and ask so you, are we gonna like, go
0: i don't know i'm i don't know if it's i don't know i'm still thinking about it um with me moving i just don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it um, i know but like
1: not next week oh like yeah
0: but if it continues before I, the i absolutely would love to go especially if next next week when they have the eviction for these two houses Mm -hmm. That is what I'm trying to be at. And so now that I'm saying that, so they're going to just live together for the week and not play any competitions until, well, I... Wait, does it...
1: So is it not like Taylor's HOH reign goes for a full week and then it starts the next week?
0: Yeah, it's that. But so it's going to be Taylor's HOH week, Taylor's eviction, or not Taylor's eviction, but whoever Taylor... Taylor's HOH Oh, because it's a
1: two-hour on Thursday, so we'll oh. have the eviction for two hours, so I think we'll have the eviction, and then they'll split the house. Okay, I forgot about the two hours, so we'll have the eviction. Yeah.
0: And Unfortunately, then I did
1: not forget about the two
0: hours. I'm sure you didn't. They'll split the house, and I wonder if they're going to do the HOH competitions then, and then have them both compete for veto on Saturday as well, and do the ceremonies like regular week. And so, okay, so that's that's what it's going to be. So we're just going to watch, literally watch two games of Big Brother going on at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: next Thursday, we're going to have two evictions, a double eviction, but single evictions. Okay, I got clarity now. That is mm-hmm. crazy. That's honestly, this is truly expect the unexpected. I would have never thought for this would be something they would do.
1: It's wild. I don't like it. I don't. Why don't you like it? because i just don't is it don't too know. overpowered it, it's a lot. I don't know, it makes me nervous. Like, I just don't like it. I just think this is
0: something they can not account for. You're gonna have to completely shift your, your strategy depending mm-hmm. on who ends up in your house. And you might have to form a new alliance that you might not even see coming that could relate back to the main game. And it just shakes everything up. And it, for Michael too, it's gonna put him in a position where he's going to want to win. So he's gonna be probably padding that winners, those, those winnings even more. It's a this is gonna be very interesting. I'm not mad at it. I I appreciate getting shaken up. I like when something comes out of the blue that I didn't see coming. I need more, more of that, please. But we'll see, because this could be an absolute disaster. Because we're talking about Allison Grobner during them. So Ooh. well. We'll is she see. Still show.
1: On the show? I thought she was done. Allison? Yeah. She is
0: still the executive producer. Her and oh. Rich and them. Um Wait, who was that casting person that everyone hated? Oh, that was Robin Cass. Is she gone? She's
1: gone. And now we have Jesse Tannenbaum. Um, I'm sorry. I knew there was someone y'all hated that left. (laughs) (laughs) I knew there was some like celebration at some point. You was on the right pulse, just the wrong Mm -hmm. category of people.
0: But is there anything else that we need to discuss
1: Mm, not that I can
0: think of. I'm really I could honestly talk about this split thing for another hour because I am so so, <laughs> so I'm so intrigued by it. There's so many variables to this. Like it could go so many ways. I don't even know.
1: Let's where to just see begin. what it does. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I
0: know. And I just really have got to know what this split house is gonna look like. Where are they going to live? Like okay. I'm gonna stop thinking about it and just wait until we have more information because I'll spin myself into craziness. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. If you like what you hear, feel free to like and subscribe and tell your Big Brother friends about what we got going on over here. If you are an Apple Music or an Apple listener, we would love for you to leave a review if you enjoy what we like. If you don't, we don't wanna hear from you. I'm just playing um but yeah <laughs> you can catch bb24 on cbs every sunday wednesday and thursday and check in on what's going on anytime on the live feeds on paramount plus Plus. and hopefully we actually have live feeds next week so <laughs> we'll see how that goes but i'm completely invested in knowing how this is going to go down all right y'all y'all have a beautiful week ahead and we'll holla at you later bye julie girl julie julie